episode 28, Situation Normal. Hello, hazelnuts! It's that time of year when the weather turns ugly and nasty. It's hot, bright, noisy, and full of bugs. It's particularly miserable for our nocturnal kin who need some accommodations and kindness in a diurnal world. Fortunately, there are lots of ways to circumvent the evil day star. However, their efficacy may depend on your light sensitivity. Unfortunately, this segment only applies to the corporeal, I'm afraid. If you have any tips for our non-corporeal listeners, please let us know. For those of us who are sun adverse, exposure to sunlight degrades cellular structure. When that happens, all the contents that were previously inside the cell are suddenly outside. And generally speaking, you usually want to keep anything wet and squishy on the inside, not the outside. Everyone in the immediate vicinity tends to react negatively to the process, especially the person experiencing it. Vampires, however, have such a rapid reaction that they actually combust. I will kick your ash if you don't shut up. Keep a fire blanket on hand in case of brief accidental exposure, such as by doors and windows. If you have any friends who are photophobic, you may want to take these precautions too. To be more accommodating, try to avoid making plans during daylight hours. If that's not possible, you can also make your home more inviting to them by making any areas where they will be as light-proof as possible. For those on the more tolerant end, a good wide-brimmed hat at the very least is recommended. There's also UV-rated clothing, but pretty much all of them fall into the athletic category and are brightly colored, which isn't a popular palette amongst night owls. Sunscreen can be tricky because if you grab the wrong SPF or miss a spot, instead of going to the barbecue, you become the barbecue. So double check it's the right one and your ass is covered because otherwise you can kiss it goodbye. You'll want something with basilisk scales, which will have the right protective qualities. UV rated umbrellas come in a wide array of styles and patterns. Personally, a black pagoda umbrella is on my wish list. Black will go real nice with that tomato red you're sporting. You can even add a veil for added sun protection and goth aesthetic. Really, if you go full goth, people are less likely to question your aversion to the sun. Ask me how I know. Spells provide better protection, but they do wear off over time. Your best bet is to go with a permanent option, such as an amulet in the form of jewelry or a tattoo. Bear in mind, they typically do have to be renewed. The timeline on that depends on several factors, so be aware. But we're talking decades rather than a few hours or days. They are on the pricey end, but it's well worth it if you're going to be spending a lot of time under the eye of raw. You weren't even outside that long. Just to the corner store. Are you part vampire? Come here, I'll bite you and we can test that theory. 
Yeah. <laughs> Red and green were like Christmas in July. <laughs> You are a fierce creature of the night. You stalk your prey and feast upon their blood. You're a true monster. You wouldn't use a regular high SPF sunblock, which contain basilisk scales, making you glitter in sunlight. You do not sparkle. You deserve a sunblock that preserves the curdled milk tone of your skin. Archimedes Shield SPF 5000. Face it, without us, you're gonna fry. Cloaks should never have gone out of style. A stylish cloak provides full-length warmth and protection from all types of weather and fashion faux pas with an elegant swirl. They're not form-fitting, which is perfect for when you're storing up for hibernation. And face it, you just can't get the same level of drama from a puff jacket. And pockets, ladies, you miss pockets, don't you? Uh-huh. The artisans at Renaud's Cloak Emporium bring the quality and fashion of the old world to the... What century is this again? <laughs> oh, yeah. 21st century. We provide a variety of materials such as classic spider silk, raven's feathers, and dragon scale, and we're confident we can suit the needs of the discerning individual. Renaud's Cloak Emporium. We've got you covered. And then they said, more limbs mean I should be awesome at it, right? That's like asking what could possibly go wrong, just inviting the universe to mess with you. <laughs> How'd that work out for Addison? Yeah, most of the damage was superficial and should buff out. The concrete was on the losing end. <laughs> oh, I swear, Nana successfully cursed me with all the times she told me she wished I would have a kid exactly like me. I know, I miss her too, buddy. You hear she got herself a girlfriend? Yeah, and have you seen the rack on her? I should ask what oil she uses on her antlers. I know a couple of people who would kill for it. Yeah, I bet they make great handles. La la la, I'm not listening! My grandmother... You know, I see these pics of you as a little wannabe badass, and I hear the stories, but... can't quite picture it. What can I say? Have mellowed in my old age? You ain't that old. Residency sucks the life out of you. Okay, your heart's been racing for nearly an hour now. What's wrong? 
What did I say about that? It's creepy and invasive, but it's kind of hard to ignore when it's so loud. I'm afraid you're going to stroke out. Nah, it's, it's just PTSD bullshit. Anything I can do? Nah, it's, um... Uh... Oh, speaking of bullshit, here comes Ballard! Oh, what did I do to deserve this? Wait, wait, I think I remember now. It's coming back to me. Yeah, you want me to go chronologically or alphabetically? I will kick you. I'll get you a step stool. He probably wants to make a spontaneous inspection. I'll go down and make sure everything's cool. Oh, sure. Run, you coward. Go with the motto. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't like him either, but I can't have you biting Ballard, so go with Julia. <laughs> Ballard, hi. What a pleasant surprise. Hello, cousin. I love what you've done with the place. It looks much less cluttered without all the plants. Yeah, the pixies don't trust me to keep them alive as I don't have Nana's green thumb, so they've taken the house plants into protective custody. It's still a bit dark in here with all the wood. Have you thought about repainting? Shh. Beige would really open it up and brighten up the place. I, uh, hadn't really thought that far ahead. Uh, are you here to check out the self-defense classes? The children's class just started. Oh yes, what great timing. Come on, the dojo's just this way. As you can see, it has its own entrance, so student traffic doesn't interfere with clinic business. How, how did the house know you needed a separate door? It requires a sort of trance state to commune with the house to tell it what's needed and then feeding it raw materials like wood and sheetrock. Although sometimes it does things on its own when it feels like redecorating, okay, I guess. Up front. Let's try and ignore here our visitors. State right Jenny, here you need to you be like careful not to turn your head. It won't hurt me, but see what it did to your friends over there? We want to focus on our stance right now because you want to hit me, not your friends and everyone else. Let's try it again. No lighthouse. That's right, no lighthouse. Go. The other kids have special earplugs, so they're a little queasy, but nothing serious. The room's warded, which is why we're safe here in the doorway. You said Koth and Julia were supervising? Julia's just in the corner back there doing a one-on-one. -on -one. Coth's around here somewhere, probably getting ready for a hand-to-hand -hand class. Is that a kitsune with Julia? I didn't realize there were any around here. Yeah, their family moved here when the Shinto shrine closed down. I thought the Grand Council shared information like that about population changes. Yes, well... Speaking of sharing information, you should know that some people are worrying that you're too focused on the human-as-a-pet project and not prioritizing the security of the community. Too focused on Malcolm helping improve community security. Right. Well, duly noted. 
I'm sure it's simply because you're so young and the honeymoon period is over now that you've settled in. But rest assured, I'm on top of squashing such rumors. To that end, how about a little demonstration? What? I can see that the human serves as an excellent target. Let's see how good of a teacher he is. Okay, but why? I just want to be sure my lovely cousin can protect herself. After all, you are the primary resident of the garden. Uh, sure. Hey, Malcolm, our observer would like a demo. Okay. Give us some space, uh, please, up along the wall. Couldn't have given us a little warning. It was a surprise to me, too. <clears throat> he here for me or you? Hell if I know. Hold, hold still so I can hit you. And get a kick to the nuts because you're in a mood? No thanks. <laughs> Thought you were the only one to piss me off. You're not special. Stop talking and fight. Tell me that's a knife in your pocket and you're not happy to see me. What? <laughs> and for the record... I'm never touching your nuts. Okay, class, why don't we show our guests about what we learned about camouflage? Anyone who can get the drop on him gets to... Uh, I don't think... Hey, Ballard, watch this! Rawr! Rawr! <laughs> Got a sec? Yeah. You fought dirty. Hey, it's about survival, not... Good. You were right, though. I was trying to take it out on you. I was an ass. Yeah, you were. And so was I. Yeah, you were. We both were. Look at us, having a civil conversation. That's real growth right there. Careful, we're verging on friendly now. Get a room! I hate him so much. <laughs> Julia did give me a heads up on what was coming. I meant it when I said Ballard just showed up. I honestly had no idea he was coming. I know, you can't lie to save your life. Ballard, huh? Who is he? Short version, a witch elder and my Nana's cousin. So he's here to scope me out? Eh. It's just as likely he's here to poke into my business. Like I said, you're not special. I'm not sure what his deal is, and I'm not sure I want to know. There's something else I don't get. Why did you come back after I was a shit to you? If I were you, I'd have put all of this in my rearview mirror. <laughs> yeah, well, there's still that thumb drive. Which is why I wanted to talk to you. The planes should be aligning soon, so I should be able to set up a meet next week. The planes? Really? Yeah. They went on a little vacation to a low-tech plane. Sensory overload when you're surrounded by tech, you know. Okay, I bet. I had a friend who knows genetics look into that engineered virus, and... It looks more like the DNA came from someone related to you. 
Not sure how, though, because it's been manipulated to hell and back. I don't see how. I believe you, I just don't have that much family. You said they'd need a living donor? Normally, it would be an immortalized cell line, cells that basically replicate over and over. But, yeah, I don't see why a living source wouldn't work. I mean, there'd probably be more variables you need to compensate for, and... I have no idea how much they need to harvest or how often and I am sorry, that was graphically technical. Uh, yeah, a living donor would suit their purposes just as much as a frozen vial of material would. Anyways, I just thought you should know. Thanks. You let me win, didn't you? And what if I did? Why? How would it look if a lowly human humiliated you in front of your friends, the kids, and an elder? How would they see you then? Would they still have confidence in your ability to keep me leashed? Don't look so surprised. You can't lie for anything, and I've always watched when I'm here. I... I can't apologize, but... Is it terribly invasive? Hmm. I'd have done the same. It was a relief, actually. Protects me as much as it protects you. Afraid someone might eat you? More like someone might have wanted revenge and claimed I was attempting to sow dissension. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Hmm, that's because you're not used to dealing with devious conspirators. Yeah, most people I know tend to show their claws and teeth from the get-go. <laughs> And it's nice to have someone to tag in from time to time. Ooh, here comes Finroll with the camel clutch! <laughs> For the record, I would not have been humiliated. You keep telling yourself that. <laughs> At least something's back to normal. Namaste. Another client. I'm here about Hazel Thornton. I'm from the Conclave. It's about time that witch and her dirty orc thief stole from me. Well, I understand your animosity. Slurs are unnecessary. <laughs> Whatever. They stole from me. What are you going to do about it? Investigate, obviously. Now, what did they steal and how much? An immune boost blend worth $249, an electrolyte and immune blend worth $299, and several other treatments as well. Total damages of $3,026.78. Hmm. What were these other treatments? Oh, just something that makes antibodies against all diseases like cancer and HIV and lupus. That's what the rep said. I give it to everyone. Do you have any security footage? Of course. I'll send it to you. Now. I should sue for defamation of character. 
Since our legal system doesn't bother with such petty grievances, it might be entertaining to see you make such an attempt in a mundane court of law. It's affecting my business. All of my clients have canceled and no one's booking appointments anymore. I swear she's out to ruin me. Unless this video proves otherwise, I can't officially do anything about that as it's a group matter. But I can let it be known this was a personal vendetta. Feuds between witches tend to get messy and attract attention and no one wants that. Really? That would be so nice. Thank you. Please, don't mention it. Isadora? I doubt there's anything of use on this video, but it would be foolish to leave any advantage on the table. There has to be a tie to Malcolm somewhere in this. Pity you couldn't get your hands on some of his DNA for comparison to the vials Hazel took. I told you, I was watched too closely while I was there. My dear cousin is hiding something, that is for sure. Rosemary couldn't be controlled either, but at least she stuck to her own kind. Hazel can't be trusted after spending so long among humans, and she is almost certainly sleeping with the enemy. Now, Isadora, that's none of our business, and we did tell her to watch him. We gave her a choice. Watch doesn't mean welcoming him and giving him fettered access to her children. If this does prove that he's involved somehow, that could be just the pressure point we need. Can you do this to your own cousin? Distant cousin. And yes, the women in my bloodline are prone to being full of themselves, and certainly they know best. What is your motivation in all of this? I have my reasons. How can I trust you? You shouldn't. As long as you can be discreet, Ferex can't know about this. I know when to keep my mouth shut. And you? Can you keep your hatred under control? They killed my son. Justice is never well served if done in haste. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Brenna Anderson Dowd in collaboration with Frederick Elmore. Performed by Brenna Anderson Dowd as Hazel, Frederick Elmore as Julia, Keith Baldwin as Malcolm, Kyle Knudsen as Ballard, Stasi Dmitrova as Isadora, and featuring Alistair, Miles, Charlotte, and Clara. Edited by Frederick Elmore. Music by Kevin Elmore. Please rate and review. Find us on Tumblr or Facebook or email us at feedingwerewolves at gmail.com. Garen Feeding of Werewolves is a podcast distributed by Kerfuffle and Chaos Productions and licensed under a Creative Commons non-commercial attribution share alike 4.0 international. All content on the Karen Feeding of Werewolves podcast is fictional and for entertainment purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your doctor or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of an episode. Reliance on any information provided by Care and Feeding of Werewolves, Kerfuffling Chaos Productions, or anyone involved with the production of this podcast is solely at your own risk. 
Ballard is Rotten Ramen. <laughs>